Welcome to War and Beast, the podcast that accepts all conscientious objectors. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. I'm Jordan. Exterminate. <laughs> that was um, the missing third general. That's yeah. in the that's in the, yes. the scenes. Uh, and this week we are reviewing Beast Machines season two, episode seven, uh, Spark War Part One: The Strike. That was a lot of words. It was a lot of words. Yeah, the strike. It's an episode about you know all the generals just like and all the drones just kind of being like, you know what, Megatron, we're done until you get us better health care, and they just <laughs> they just walk out and there's no action at all. This whole thing, it's all just like bureaucracy. The whole episode. Yeah, I I thought they did have good health care. He removes your smart. <laughs> it's not good health care. <laughs> you know, yeah, Jordan, I'm just gonna go up up like you know what, Jordan, you're not gonna get sick anymore. I'm just gonna remove your heart. You'll be yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Davros. I, Davros. I was going to bad. I forgot. That's the one thing I forgot to do is look up the name of the original Dalek of the Dalek general dude. It's Davros. So Davros, yes. of course, <laughs> is the is the other uh, Viacon general. But I <laughs> but I didn't look up the joke. So I do apologize for my poor yeah. uh, imagine that like journalism Megatron just like rolls out the new generals and one of them is just a fucking Dalek. Great. <laughs> and it's like a transformer. So it transforms from a Dalek into like a robot guy. That'd be fucking cool. Transforms from a Dalek into a Cyberman. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's oh. how it would work. That's definitely how it would work. Yep. So uh, this day in history, September 23rd, 2000, I've got three news articles from the Chicago Tribune that caught my eye. Uh, okay. So the first one, I'm going to get a little political here because uh, uh, this was in the heat of the 2000 uh, presidential election. Um, the uh, thing, the, the headline says, easygoing Gore holds rare news conference. So um, there was a big, a big scandal in the late... It toward toward the end of the 2000 election, and this tells tells you the types of sta- scandals that presidents used to be involved with. Um, for, uh, for example, uh, in a, in a, when he was speaking with uh, an International Brotherhood of Teamsters uh, several days prior to this uh, pref- this news conference, Gore said he remembered being sung to sleep with the song "Look for the Union" label, but it turned out the song was written when he was 27. Um, and then he sort of backtracked, saying that he was joking. Um, and he said, if somebody didn't get the joke, maybe I'd better tell better jokes. Um, <laughs> and then the, the, the writer here editorializes, says at the time, Gore did not appear to be telling a joke as he hummed a line from the song. So, so that's, that's the real, you know, that's the real, uh, uh, thing. And then, and then the other, like kind of haunting the, the last line or the last little bit of this article, um, talks about how. Um, there were a lot of polls that were saying that Gore was way ahead of, of Bush uh, at this time. And he said 
are you kidding me? Or they asked if he was if he was being becoming overconfident. And he says, "Are you kidding me? Uh, no, I don't have an overconfident bone in my body. I'm campaigning as if I am one vote behind. Um, this is very much out there right now to be won or lost. This is a jump ball right now, which um, it, it was pretty close. If there, yep. you know, it did go. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, he lo- he won the popular vote, but he lost the electoral college, and it was real close in Florida, um, like." Uh- the recent election where the they yep um yep uh, lost so. the popular won the electoral so uh, so um I thought this this other article made me laugh it says many motorists ignore car free campaign uh, I guess there was a a big move a big like there was a an environmentalist movement in uh, Europe led by led by Margot Walsh Wallstrom uh environment commissioner for the European Union um and they organized a car free day and. Very few people participated. Yeah, I vaguely recall hearing something about that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go very well from what I remember. It's just, I don't know. And it was, yeah. it was Europe. It was Europe, which, you know, they, they're, you know, ahead. They're ahead of the curve there. But it's still that that feels very like many. I just like that. Many motorists ignore car free camp. Um, mm. And then uh, and then actually in the Sydney Olympics, because the Sydney Olympics were going on at the time. Um, let's see. Gary Hall Jr. and Anthony Irvin tied the 50 meter to getting the gold for the 50 meter freestyle at 21.98 seconds. Yep. Which, I remember that. That that that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But okay. And then oh, and then I have a I have a an IMDb actually. IMDb trivia. Ooh. Although, and I this has also kind of made me chuckle. Although Obsidian and Stryka are said to be the most famous generals in Cybertron's history and have won thousands of wars together. This episode marks the very first appearance, not counting one of Optimus Primal's earlier visions. And they are, in fact, brand new characters. Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, thought, I figured they were G1 characters or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Nope. No, I, they, I... they weren't G1 characters yeah. until they retconned it. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing that, and I was like, back when I was a kid and saw this, I'm like, who? <laughs> yep. I'm like, I don't remember these names at all. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird that they did it this way because almost See, every G other time there's been a callback like that, it has been char- it has been referencing previous generation characters or events of previous generations or whatever. Maybe they maybe they were scared. Like we pissed off so many people with our like Rhinox thing. Maybe we shouldn't even touch G1. Just leave it alone, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I I would have I I would have it would I think it would have been cooler and it wouldn't have quite worked with exactly how they did it. I think it would have been cooler if they were Decepticon. Oh yeah, that would have been cool too. Um, that yeah, that would have been pretty neat actually. But um, actually, wait, I was gonna say I don't think they like they. Let's see. No, it does mention that Obsidian technically was a an Autobot. I was gonna say like they're not so much Autobot or Decepticon as they are Cybertron and. As we'll get into, there's even a, kind of a line where one of them explains, like, you know, he serves the planet's Cybertron. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that would have been neat. Mm. Plus, it would have shown you that, uh, hey, they let Decepticons into the Cybertron military. There was there was some kind of, like, work to reunification after after the, the war. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, what's in the TF wiki, Jordan? <laughs> so, there's... I. There's a couple of uh, animation technical errors things that, I, but there was like two I wanted to point out. Um, one is like near the beginning because I actually noticed this. There's a scene where uh, they're fighting and they blow up cycle drones, and 
in the debris, you can inexplicably includes aerodrome parts. Oh gosh, I didn't even notice that. Like, yeah, I like like saw the parts. And I'm like, what? Where did they come? Where was that from a previous <laughs> battle? Uh, and then the other thing that's actually kind of neat, interesting that they mentioned, I just thought it was funny, is that when Rat Trap is pulling the wheelbarrow of parts, he's not actually connected to the wheelbarrow in any way. The harness is just hovering over his back. Yeah, I did and notice then, that. And then the opposite problems happens as the Maximals approach Botanica. The harness is now going through Rat Trap's midsection. Duh. Magnets. Yeah. How do they, how do they work? <laughs> uh mentions a couple of continuity errors um let's see i'm actually going to skip that one because we haven't gone through all that yet (laughs) (laughs) and it's kind of spoiler anyways uh botanica's pacifist ways at the start of this episode are slightly at odds with her action in the previous episode where she uh, pitlessly vaporized a legion of tank drones i mean they're drones (laughs) and also maybe just because like like okay she she's defending herself, I guess, and rather than seeking trouble, maybe I don't know. Yeah, someone mentioned in the continuers that if the Maximals want to make a getaway from the Vehicons, shouldn't they change the beast mode? Yes. <laughs> uh, Silverbolt seems to know about Obsidian and Striker's past success, despite the fact that his protoform was activated during the Beast Wars on Earth, and his own data tracks were lost. Presumably, he read a history book at some point, or maybe like. Uh, Jetstorm got downloaded stuff, and it hence gave him the knowledge. See, I figured. That been, I, think, I figured that Silver, that uh, Black Arachnia just constantly talked talked about. It. She's a she's a big history buff. That so is true. Probably, That's she possible. probably talked about it, or it was like, oh my god, you have to read his complete history of Cybertron <laughs> Part Seven. It's the best book. Um. So we and to continuity notes, Thrust mentions Tankor and Jetstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thrust is brutally yet comically harmed at least three times in this episode. Sadly for him, he seems to be reverting to his old role. I was going to say, it's almost worse than his old role. Yeah, it's kind of getting bad. It's not great, yeah. 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 I feel bad for Thrust. Okay, so it was not worse than his old role. Because his old role was like specifically to be the guy that gets blown up all the time. I, I guess or maybe because maybe, maybe maybe the loss of power just makes it feel worse. Yeah, cuz I was going to say up until now and like up until like recently, Thrust has actually been kind of capable. Yeah. And it's just the fact that it seems like now that he's losing, they're just automatically treating him like Wasminator and but I here's, think that's but kind here's of the difference. Close. He's not actually getting blown up. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. I mean, he's still in one piece. Like literally, like in Beast Wars, around a lot. in Beast Wars, instead of instead of Megatron picking him up and throwing him to the side, Megatron would have shot him at point blank range and exploded him. <laughs> well, yeah, Megatron but it's, can't it's exactly also do that inside himself. Well, also it's just it's just like I don't know. Different shows have different feels because like this is a little less cartoony than Beast Wars yeah. was. I will say it's trying to be a little bit grittier. That was one thing I, I actually now that I think about it. Do we ever see any of the Vehicon generals get like blown to bits at any no. point? Like we saw the no, Predacons too. Not not completely no. destroyed. Yeah, right, we don't. That's why I'm saying that. Like it's like. It's a little different in the show. Like that, that wouldn't that wouldn't make sense for the show to have them do that. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I I understand what you're saying. I just like this is in con- if you're talking if you're saying in continuity and the role that he's in, especially to say that I I, espe- I could see that he is in a he is now in a similar role. I don't think he is in a worse role than he was when he when his 
main job was to get blown up all. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think. I guess it's just sad because he had a, he had a good run before he got yeah. into that role again. Yeah, and that's just why we feel bad. Look, better to have loved and lost. He can write a really good breakup album now. <laughs> Or a, oh, I used to be yeah. cool album. That's basically what. <laughs> that's basically what what the album that I wrote that I put out. Uh, the, what Daltrey Lane was 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 Aww. I used to play in a band and it was awesome. That was the mission statement for that album. And now I'm trying to imagine like a album put out by Thrust. Ooh, I bet you is... it would be vinyl that looked like a, a bike tire. Yeah. What kind of music would be on it though? Speed metal. Mm, I don't know if that'd be really his thing though. Yeah. I don't think he would go to just one genre, too. That's the thing. Mm, true. I think we've had this discussion before, but <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'd say he'd. I'd say he'd kind of be a rock. I think he'd be a rocker. It'd be. It'd be like 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 classic rock, kind of heavy classic rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe like a Metallica sort of thing. See, I was. Like yeah, I was. Like, I was. I was thinking earlier than that because I. I think of him as like a James Dean type. So I was thinking, yeah, more like early like you know like kind of 60s like early 60s rock like the american graffiti soundtrack oh Hmm. Hmm. yeah maybe anyway so back to continuity notes clips from survivor are using botanica's vision they really got a lot of use out of those clips yes they did i I was watching that i was like (laughs) oh my god again (laughs) like and especially because they're not like particularly well done like it looks like it looks like crappy flashbacks to to crappy Cybertron models. Like like it's very clearly like something that was just thrown. I mean, maybe not thrown together, but like that was not meant to be the the you know the tech demo for the show <laughs> or like early reboot sort of looking. Like it just I it just looks yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like the Tripredicus Council in Beast Wars, where it was like just clearly. This is something that they had to make from scratch for one episode, so it doesn't have the care and detail of the of the designs and and models that's over and over and over. Yeah. But then they reuse it over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a short list of gadgets and powers where Rattrap has a nail gun attachment, and Botanica can sprout techno organic flowers that act like periscopes, and also carry seed bombs capable of short circuiting Viacons. And also mentions while in beast mode, she can drill through the ground. Yes. <laughs> oh, does it mention that Optus can apparently now create a shield? Yeah, like it's. I mean, like it, I kind of got the idea. Like some of the redirection of the force scenes and things he was doing, you kind of got this weird like invisible wall thing that he would warp them around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it looks like he's kind of like learned how to actually push that out as a barrier kind of thing. Well, what I got, what the way that I interpreted that, if we're thinking of the same scene, are we thinking of the scene where his, where his gauntlets kind of glow? Yeah. So I take that. We've already established that he can like forever. He can like absorb energy. I kind of took that as since they were in that space, he was get, he was absorbing a lot of energy really quickly and it was causing his, you know, his powers to work slightly differently. Mm. I just figured it was another manifestation of a power that we had never heard of until now. And now all of a sudden it's coming out. Right. Which is, I mean, which is, you know, <laughs> in very, it's a very key part of the series. Yes. Uh, we actually, uh, we got some cu- couple of Transformers references where Obsidian knows that Optimus Primal took his name from a great leader. And it actually goes into a little bit more about uh, Obsidian Strike Striker. 
basically, like like Kent will point out, that while nothing in you know this is their first time to actually be um, mentioned in any of the series, and while nothing more is said of this in the show itself, later authors took the idea and ran with it. Subsequent tie-in fiction established the pair as former Autobots who fought in the Great War. Flames of Yesterday would retroactively insert Shrika into the original cartoon, identifying her as a gen- generic bystander in Five Faces of Darkness Part 4. Hmm. So yeah, one of the characters drawn in the one they are now saying is, oh yeah, that was Stryka. Yeah. Uh, then we have a couple of real world references. Uh, Night Scream sarcastically invites the Yacons to name this tune as he attacks, referencing the game show of the same name. <laughs> and Rat Trap's Honey, I'm Home line is reference to Ricky Ricardo's customary greeting to his wife and I love Lucy. Yes. And then we've got just two small trivia bits. Optimus refers to Obsidian Striker's memory trips as opposed to usual data tracks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't really notice that. I mean, like, I remember him saying memory trips, but I didn't realize, oh, wait, maybe they meant it. Yeah. Uh, and then once again, Batonica single-handedly saves the day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she's very OP. Um, like, I thought maybe, like, her whole, like, pacifism thing was going to be the way they, like, prevented her from just winning everything. But no, nah, they yeah. kind of dropped that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, I, and yeah, and, and like... I, I like her. I like her design. I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan of the stance she was taking, to be honest. She's like she's kind of a centrist at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> if we fight them, we'll be this. If we fight the Nazis, we'll be the same as the Nazis. No, Botanica. No, no shut the fuck up. <laughs> From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, <laughs> so I think the difference I think the difference here it, it was I think Optimus kind of had the right had the right view at that point. It's like. We Botanica wasn't sitting around doing nothing. She was working yeah. on healing the planet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between there's a difference between uh like maybe like the position that Tigatron took in uh the that really good episode, I forget what it's called. Um <laughs> you know oh, the one I'm talking the about. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um Snowstalker. Snowstalker. Yeah. But... Theme from Snowstalker. Um <laughs> But there's because his position, even though it was also a different, I also kind of could see where he was coming from it, with his position. But if Tigertron had, if if she had done what Tigertron did in this scenario, which is just say no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna fight and just be separate, that would be one thing. But what her, what her position was, was that it is more important for me to try to heal the planet than for me to be an additional soldier when you guys already are basically are have the have things under control it's 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 a it's it's going against escal it's going against escalation and and fighting for the sake of fighting as opposed to um as opposed to just saying don't don't fight yeah um which the execution was i i wish that she would i wish i kind of wish that they would have stuck with that but you know that or at least can't. done it for longer, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same thought that I had with Tigatron in that episode that I can't remember the title of. Uh, I wish that it it would have been an interesting. It would have been an interesting arc instead of just a thing for like part of an episode. Yeah, see that. Yeah, I agree. I think I think coming to the same conclusions at the end would have been the best way of approaching it, both in Tigatron and in Botanica's instances, but. Yeah, I agree that elongating it might have been a bit more impactful. 
But then we also have the problem where we've only got like seven episodes left in the season. So how are you going to sort of divide that up a bit? I guess Well, you just you just don't have her be the deus ex machina at the end of every episode. Yeah, you can also just like have introduced her a lot sooner. I feel like the start of season two was pretty slow. It took a while to really get into things. Like I'm a little disappointed that we're this late in the game and only now just getting these cool new general characters in Botanica, to be honest, like they really could have introduced her way sooner. Mm -hmm. And like these characters way sooner, but they had to do that whole thing with Megatron and uh, what's his name first noble and, you know, savage. It's like, I I didn't hate that story, but when you only have so many episodes, that's kind of the one they could have cut. Yeah, that's true. Compared to like this story, which is more interesting and these characters, which are more interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, it was Law of the Jungle. Law of the Jungle. The name. Oh, of the yes. That's okay. Which conveniently go. was right after the Low Road. So the two best episodes <laughs> of of all of Beast Wars and Beast Machines and Transformers and Power Rangers were right next to each other. Like two of the greatest things on television of all time. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, you're going. Still going to love you Jesus hard there, didn't Kendall. have a TV show. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you, no, look. I'm listen, just saying. Just I'm just saying. They say that the. Me. Jesus starred in a TV show. I'm not going to tell you which one he did. You they, never know. It they could say, be any show. <laughs> they say that... Um, they, okay. I'm going to tell a joke. It Give was me a according second. to Jim. <laughs> okay. So they say, they, they say that... They say that the, that the gospel, that the, that the passion story is the greatest story ever told. I disagree. I think the low road is. There we go. <laughs> uh... You heard it here, folks. The low road ranks higher than the Bible. Okay. Yep. We do not share his views. Let me be clear about that. <laughs> I do not share that view. But no, I, I think I do think I do think it's an interesting. I honestly, I wish that they had like both. The, it, it's more. I think having a character seeing because even the fact that there are only seven episodes left is why it makes more sense to have a character who is who is not just about fighting who's about mm-hmm. who's about healing because eventually they are going to defeat megatron and there has to be something after that yeah and and if if all the i mean if they just are fighting for the sake of fighting you know if 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 it's just if it's just red versus blue if it's you know if it's just we we're on a desolate planet with no life and all of the and all of our people are are dead and they want to be the, and Megatron wants to kill the last of us and we just want to kill Megatron. Then, I mean, that is, that is an issue. And having, having somebody who, you know, Optimus is about the balance. That's the, that's sort of the, the mission statement for the series is about finding balance. And there has been, you know, not just a balance between, not just a balance between uh, machines and organic matter. Like that's a metaphor, but you also have to have a balance between, uh, you know, between protecting yourself and between actually making life worth living and and having all these ideals and fighting for all these ideals hmm. um, that that you have, and so having having one care having one character who isn't strictly a warrior fits into that really well. Yeah, well, we're we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves <laughs> here too because we have an episode to review. I told you I had opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Um, was that all that we had on the, the TF wiki there, Jordan? 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, There was one neat little thing under Stryka's bio in TF Wiki uh, where they suggest the name Stryka is possibly derived from Stryker, S-T-R-Y-K-E-R, a type of eight-wheeled, all-wheel drive armored combat vehicle. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And also, this is uh, not of anything, but I uh, had this image come up on the random uh, thing for me while we were talking. Let me take a look here. <laughs> oh God! Looks like a samurai pizza cat almost. <laughs> I just thought it was cute. <laughs> the G- bell is what GB makes me Tor. think that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all from the TF Wiki. Okay. So getting into the episode for, for those listeners, Jordan just posted a a some what I assume is fan art or something of Cheetor, but like super cheapified. Yep. So. You ever see like super deformed Gundam things? It's kind yeah. of like that, but Cheetor. And I believe it's art from a Game Boy Color game. Yeah. And there's a bell on a collar around his neck. Yeah. That's what makes me think of Samurai Pizza Cats is that darn bell. Bells are good. Yeah. <laughs> they would ring the bell to summon the supreme catatonic. God, that show is so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Getting to this show and this episode in particular, we open on a big battle going on between Thrust and his drones and the other Maximals. And really, the this seems to just be par for the course now in, in that, I mean, they've even got Rat Trap able to take down drones. Just using, he, he's driving up to drones as they aren't paying attention to him, and he just sticks his tail into their wheels and just, you know, wrecks them. It, it It's, it yeah, they're just getting so used to fighting them. It, it's almost like a putty battle, you could say. Well, before yeah. before you had the generals, the, I mean, the, the Maximals did pretty well against the drones yeah. from the beginning. That's, so Yeah, that's true. So now that there's only one general... Manning that whole manning that whole army, he's going to have very little. There's going to be very little strategy involved because he's going to have to, in order to just in order to hold his own against against him, he's going to have to have like huge numbers, and so he's going to be a little bit more brute forcey. Plus, maybe Waspinator has more control over his body now, so he's not as good at tactics. Yeah, true. Um. Oh my God. Yeah, I do see those. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the parts. Where the hell did those come from? And we've even got the the head there. Yeah. Um, there is one pretty cool scene where Black Arachnia gets surrounded by drones and Silverbolt in midair transform or he throws a bunch of his uh, feather sort of shrieking missiles, transforms into his bird mode, swoops in, picks her up. Then his his uh, feathers hit and explode. That was really cool, by the way. Yeah. And, and I like the... this whole scene. I like, I like Rat Trap is actually like kicking butt now, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Like this whole thing's good. Yeah. And, and Except all for like the... The, the one-liners. They aren't the greatest. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode was just – they were like, we don't have enough one-liners to put in previews for the next six years. Because it is just constant. The one-liners are just constant in this episode. Yeah. Um. Thrust winds up getting buried by all the parts that sort of, you know, fly from the explosions. Uh, so he's buried and pinned and the Maximals sort of surround him and, you know, are like, you know, give it up, Thrust. You know, we've got e- even like Optimus is, you know, just, 
He's like, go tell Megatron that, you know, his time's coming up soon, that sort of thing. And so you get thrust to, you know, he he's like almost doubled over as he like manages to get himself out of this pile and is like appearing to be injured in some sort of sense. And he's, you know, driving off towards the Citadel and the big floating head in the sky and shaking his head. And he's like, Megatron's not going to like this. And, you know, then Rattrap yeah. is like, you know, this was too easy. Um, sure enough, Megatron was not, in fact, happy. Oh, I got uh, this clip. I got this. Okay. Clip. I think I might have Rat Trap <laughs> saying it was too easy. Okay. You think you've won? You think your mongrel animals can use my world as your playground? You're wrong, Optimus Primal. Dead wrong. I like how he says mongrels with like a. French accent, Mongrels. (laughs) Like, why does he say that one word so weird? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that was my focus on that line. (laughs) No, it was a weird way of pronouncing it. Um, We then cut to the the Maximals as they're heading back to base. They're all in their beast form, walking through a tunnel. Uh, Black Arachne is thanking Silverbolt for rescuing him. He's like, "Mm," he's like, you lost your focus. And Shooter's like, hey, you know what? she did to you know get you back and he silverbolt doesn't seem overly in, impressed by it or anything like that so it's like we're back to emo silverbolt sort of he's all over the place in this episode yeah he, he, yeah he's low-key emo all the time even when he's happy he's still like listening to the cure and shit don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> um we we get Ratchop saying the the honey I'm home line. They they've managed to set up like an elevator from the the bridge that the Oracle was on down to the ground where the plants are growing up from. Um, they apparently scavenged a bunch of Viacon parts that uh, Botanica was needing, I guess, to start running scans of the goop in the core and the plants and whatnot. Which you know, in hindsight, is a pretty good idea. Uh, I thought it was kind of weird that she's like gonna stick the via because Viacon parts are the trick to restoring yeah. the organic. Well, I, core. I, I think it's just secret circuitry in general, and then like they just happen to be the easiest circuitry to get. Seeing yeah. how it seeing how it reacts to the weird goo. Yeah, I guess I I don't know. It seemed a little seemed a little weird to me, but that's I'm, that's far from the worst part of this episode. Mm. Um. We get a bit of a back and forth between her and Cheetor, too. Um, you know, she sort of mentions, or he, I think, how does it go? He sort of is like, oh, we could, we didn't really need you in the fight or, or something like that. And she's like, well, I'm a scientist. I should be here doing this. And, you know, they have. We all were once. Yeah. And I, can't, I can't imagine Cheetor as a scientist at all. Can I just say it? <laughs> I just, I just can't imagine that. No, like, no. So, yeah, he was, he was the intern. Yeah, I don't know. He never has. He, even when he was like, like the very start of a series, he did not feel like a scientist. Like, yeah, maybe like an assistant or something. Like you said, that's gal. Well, he was like, he was like, he was probably there. He was the guy that wanted to go to space and so learned science because he had to. Like, like he's, you know, because he's <laughs> like the other ones. If you think back. You know, Optimus is the is the level headed leader, always looking to learn things. Uh, Rhinox is very like techy and stuff. Rat Trap like is specifically pissed off that he doesn't get to explore in the first episode. Yeah, but Cheetor is like just kind of excited to be there. He's a, he's <laughs> he's looking for adventure. You know, he yeah. he. Uh, 
But I still think, I mean, like, because even in, like, Star Trek and stuff, there are characters who are, who are science-y, but also, like, kind of out there, out, out for adventure, out for, like, even, like, Captain Kirk or something is, like, you know, seeking out adventure, but at the same time, uh, you know, he's, he's there for a reason. You could say Riker was sort of like that, too, in The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. At least early Riker, I would say. Maybe not necessarily the later seasons, but definitely early seasons Riker, I think you could say that. But, uh, yeah, so there's a bit of a back and forth, but Optimus sort of, you know, interjects and says that, no, Botanica's work here is, you know, more important right now because she's helping with the plants. And uh, so, you know, we get a bit more of a back and forth. Um so if you want to hear my opinion about that, rewind the podcast 10 minutes and you, hear, and you can hear a five-minute rant about it. Yeah. Um, over the, the course of the, the arguing, like, I think just about almost everybody sort of gets on Botanica's back uh, about, you know, helping out with the fighting. But Optimus seems to be the, the one that's like, no, no, just let her be. Um, I mean, even Silverbolt is, you know, he's like, well, we're trying to save a... A, a subjugated people or a conquered race at this point. You know, Botanica just doesn't really seem that interested. She's she's more into her science. Maybe that's how she got her cold. <laughs> or maybe that's why she doesn't want to fight because she does always want to watch her friends die again and again. Could be. Um, we we turn back to uh, Thrust, who is now inside uh, the Grand Mall. Oh wait, wait, Megatron. wait! We got I got an interaction, an audio interaction uh, between uh, uh, Night Scream and uh, and uh, Silverbolt. That like okay. Silverbolt has a line oh. here that I could hear the trumpets, even though they weren't, even though they weren't there. I could hear the trumpets <laughs> in the back of my head. Oh yeah. I hate to be a busy baddie, but uh, what's with you and Lakes? Until the threat of Megatron is quelled, love is a luxury I cannot afford. <laughs> did he really say quelled? <laughs> yes, in fact, he did. Yeah, whatever, know. fucking night scheme. You probably say bodacious or some shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, well, it's. I mean, it's that. It. It. It's. It's an interesting blend of the of the super. Yeah, of the super brooding. Uh, Silverbolt and the and the like super corny melodramatic Silverbolt that we know. Um, yes. Also, I just wasn't feeling this episode, and that line like kind of made me not not feel. It made me it it pulled me back in a little bit. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, that's good. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. But yes, yeah, so we get uh, Thrust and Megatron. Thrust is like it's six against one. How is anybody supposed to win against those odds? And Megatron apparently does not brook failure from anyone, no matter the odds. So, so let me just let me just throw this in there. He says six against one. Mm-hmm. It's not really six against one. It's like a hundred, <laughs> however many drones he has against yeah. six. It's true. Yeah, he's still they still have a lot. He has a lot of drones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they probably. I would say outnumber them at least 10 to 1. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying it's because of stuff I said previously, like, like it would be hard to control that many drones for one, for one guy to control that many drones. And, and it was really the balance of power was about even when it was three, when there were three Viacon generals, but still 
it's not. I would, I would say those hundreds of drones that he have at least count as like it's like six against two. <laughs> yeah. And the and Megatron also should probably count as somebody. He's got some power. Well, he doesn't really do shit though. Yeah, considering he could have just flown over the battle, transformed into his big ship <laughs> mode, and just blown everybody up. That's yeah. true. That would be the end of the series. Yeah, Meg. You know, it would be you know it would be crazy if uh, Botanica fought Megatron in in explodey ship mode. It'd be you got like the two most overpowered people just Deus Ex Machina at each other. <laughs> Wouldn't that sort of be an, a repeat of what happened at the end of Beast Wars? Hmm. I blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a repeat of the end of season one of Beast Machines, mm. where they literally both set off their doomsday devices. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, um, so Megatron sort of tosses thrust aside a little bit and gets the idea in his head or gets an idea in his head. We don't know exactly what per se initially. And we return back to the Maximals who are working on some plumbing for the new, for the plants. Uh, you know, Cheetor and Optimus are talking a bit as the work is progressing. And all of a sudden Optimus's eyes go sort of glowy and we get like a sort of a, a vision of Megatron, and it, he has apparently pulled a couple of sparks, uh, and he's holding and he's like, them. He's like a disturbance in the sparks. Yes, and we see Megatron sort of laughing, and he's holding up these two sparks in like these spark extractors. And then we cut back to Thrust, who sees two new forms come from a doorway. So, question that I have. Did Megatron just have these bodies lying around? No, he's been making them for a while. He said he's been working on shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we we get this sort of helicopter-looking dude and this sort of big, It's like an APC thing or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's... She, it, uh, it's a she, yeah. We don't know this now because she hasn't spoken or anything, but hmm. she's a she, and it's really cool that, like, she doesn't have this, like overly feminized or sexualized form like she's just a yeah. big burly robot and i think that's really fucking cool yep yeah Agreed. we do get a scene where thrust is sort of trying to you know i guess flex some muscle so to speak he's like look new guys we're dealing with animals you know <laughs> cunning ruthless <laughs> animals and try and impress his seniority yeah, and one of the, the helicopter guy looks at Thrust not too keenly and just smacks him aside. And Thrust gets sort of just knocked into a pipe. So <laughs> I can't remember if it's this scene or or a different or a, or a later scene that has Thrust in it. But if you look at Thrust next to these two monstrosities, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge like their design kind of, I don't even remember what they look like. Like it's one of those, it's like a very, I feel like both of their designs are kind of forgettable, but I like their designs. I think I mean, they're not cool. like, I, I don't have a problem with them. I just, I just don't remember what they are. Um, I think compared but, to the other ones, they're much more heavily militarized. They're definitely more complicated, which I think yeah. is why maybe you don't remember them because they're not very simple, right. but I kind of like that. But the, the, the thing, the thing that I was getting at is when you see thrust next to them, Thrust looks like he was made on a PS1 and they look like they were made on a PS2. Like yeah. Like the the their it just they just look like their technology for their for their character models is was better. 
Like there's well, not only are they more complicated, but they've got like more. Not only are they more complicated just with the bells and whistles, but like their their texture is more is there's more texture to them as opposed to just being like solid colors the way that that thrust is. And it just yeah. it, like, it's well, it's looks like, like, like Greg, Greg was trying to say there like they their their transformation animations are like very detailed. Yeah, yeah, and really complex too, and a lot more a lot more involved than what we saw with with the the previous generals like the the previous generals it was like a really quick sort of snap transformation whereas with these it's you know i want to say a good three or four seconds of transforming you you see between them mm-hmm. so the, other, the um, other thing about their designs is they remind me of transformers character and beast wars character like like uh i for whatever reason the other vehicons i kind of they felt like an extension of the design philosophies of Beast Wars, and I don't have the vocabulary to. They really had more of an aesthetic. Yeah, but they're but these these feel I don't know. They felt more like I felt like I was watching Transformers when I was watching these. Well, you are watching Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like trans like a show that Transformers is the first word. Um, I can sort of understand that considering the background that we'll learn of the characters. Um, but yeah, to getting, getting back to the episode at hand, we, we've got Silverbolt and Night Scream sort of doing a flying patrol in the city now. Um, you know, they're just flying around Night Scream's, you know, talking to Silverbolt some more. Silverbolt's not having too much of it. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Like Black Rackia did so much for you. Like calm down. And he's like, kid, we're fighting a warrior. We can't do this shit. He's like, I know it's a warrior. I like lost a lot. And then it gets cut off. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying word for word, but it's pretty much what happened. Uh, like, yeah. That's pretty much the ba- the gist of it. And, uh, yeah, then he gets shot in the face <laughs> and starts, you know, falling towards the ground and interrupted with a bullet. <laughs> yeah, and Silverbolt manages to to rescue him. Uh, we then get an instance where uh, Night Scream's like, "Looks like there's a new sheriff in town," and we see. Yeah, and he's sort of shivering while he's on Silverbolt's back, and then Silver. We see that. Yeah, we we see Stryka, and then Obsidian sort of floats down beside her, and Silverbolt's like, "Looks like there's two And yeah, then the two of them just sort of stare back at them, and then we would have cut to a commercial. Uh, we've then got. Uh, when we cut back, we've got Silverbolt. We have Night Scream, who's he looks over Silverbolt's head, and his ears are sort of like they're drooping. It's adorable. Yeah. I like Night Scream's bad form a lot. I gotta say, like I yeah. think I I haven't really said it before. I don't think, but his his bad form is great. I just don't like his robot form very much at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they're faced off with the generals. Uh, Stryka shoots. Like some sort of a exploding canister or something along those lines, it explodes in the air. And they manage to dodge, but then we get uh, Obsidian who shouts out a, a, a phrase, which goes to show how well I remembered. Obliterate, ter- yeah. obliterate, and terminate were their call yes. call phrases. Ex- yes, or not terminate. It's no, it is, term- is it terminate. Term- yeah, it's terminate. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. It's yeah, not, you got it's yours. Not you were getting yours mixed up with the dollar. Again. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounded like I remember that both of them sounded like exterminate, hence the joke. But yeah, I guess it is just term. Yeah, you're right. It is just terminate. Um, yeah, yeah and she uh, 
that, that's all they can say, apparently. You know, yeah. They're not very smart. They're really dumb. Yeah. Like they, Pink or Smash. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they they shout out their, their catchphrases and wind up transforming. And then we get uh, sort of an extended, you know, we we get Rat Trap getting called and running to let Optimus know what's going on. And then there's like sort of an extended chase sequence where all the Maximals show up and, you know. And it's literally they, the whole act. Like yeah. the whole from one commercial to the other commercial is this yeah. chase. It's even a long sequence for, for Beast Machine. Yeah. Well, we get we get it first. We get like um, them fighting a bit, and then they 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 they, they seemingly beat the generals, mm-hmm. and then we kind of get the chase thing where they're chasing, and the whole time generals yeah again they're only saying like terminate and and, and like obliterate or whatever, and uh, I think Optimus takes out Obsidian and who takes out Striker, but yeah I don't know it was uh it's it's a decent enough fight scene though, but um they 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 take them on kind of easily and they're like. That's weird. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of like a repeat of of earlier where Rattrap's like, "Geez, that was like too easy." Um, but now it doesn't make any sense for it being too easy. Before they're like, "Oh, it's too easy because it's just for us," but they're like, "Megatron just made these dudes. Like, yeah. you think he would have done a little bit better?" It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but as it turns out, as they're giving chase to these new generals, they they wind up thinking they have them cornered, only for it to be revealed that no, it was a trap because they are now surrounded by like, I want to say close to a hundred of the, of new drones, like copies of these two generals. Yeah. And so at this point, so in the episode that took a while to make. like yeah. at this point in the episode, several times I had thought, is this the worst episode of beast machines? Just cause like the, it was very, it felt like very little had happened. There'd been very little dialogue. The, even the like, even the like little back and forths had been kind of. Meh. I'm surprised how strong of an opinion I had about the Botanica being a not wanting to fight thing, uh, because I didn't even like. It felt like such a nothing throwaway scene. But then, then the whole episode turns around when we get back from the uh, from the act break, and you hear uh, Obsidian start Obsidian talk. Yeah. And this started out as such a nice day. Another one. Maximals, fall back! We're, we're completely surrounded and back and forth, up and down! Although he took his name from a great leader, Optimus Primal never learned the first rule of warfare. Never underestimate your opponent. Terminate. Obliterate. Can you believe they fell for that? Because <laughs> it's like, and that's like even like them talking to the viewer. Like, yeah, that's right. They, they were talking to me. They were like, yeah, that's right. I can't believe you fell for it. This isn't a shitty episode of Beast Wars. We were, <laughs> we were screwing with you by making you think that this is bad. This is bad writing. But it's actually, you know, we actually have a little bit of a plan. Um, which is, you know, which is kind of nice. And then, of course, they Optimus says something in a minute that that like completely ruined the episode again for me. But still, that moment was a really was I liked it. 
Yeah, like, yeah. For 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 me, I, I like didn't really think it was gonna be bad because I kind of knew that moment was coming. Like obviously, like something was gonna happen. They they kind of like lampshaded. They're like, "What's going on? This is too easy. Like so, something's going to happen." So I yeah. I had faith that that something was gonna happen, and so I didn't really think like, "Oh, this is a bad episode at any point." Myself, but fair enough. Yeah. Well, I guess you're smarter than me because I <laughs> I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's true. <laughs> I had I just I you know I was convinced that it was just a bad episode and also i was in kind of a crappy mood when i was watching it i was like oh my god is this is this what the rest of the series is gonna be like just introducing new characters that i don't care about and mm-hmm. then and then bleh, and then they turn it around so yeah. yeah yeah and what winds up happening is the the drones just immediately start shooting at everybody um this is where we get optus making his shield after he absorbs a ton of energy i guess no, isn't and, that isn't that when they're in the thing? No, nope, this is here. The, oh, it is. Okay. He he makes the shield, and then he's able to divert the energy that's hitting the shield to blow a hole in this bridge that they're on to sort of make an escape route for themselves. Oh, and yeah. they 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 immediately give chase. Um, so the Maximals are all running. They give chase what? Well, the drones also, give chase who's to chase? the Maximals. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's not as bad. I'm I'm not leaving the podcast yet or anything like that. <laughs> um, but they every time that they turn a corner, they're you know getting met up with drones, and you know they're they're getting corralled. It's as simple as that. And you see Obsidian and Stryka just watching on from a monitor. Uh, having a great time. They got popcorn. oh yeah. Uh, like they, they they cheer some beers, you know. So I think this is where this is where Optimus says, and I don't, I didn't pull the clip because it made me so angry. But he says, somebody says, like they just keep coming or whatever. He's like, it's not just numbers; they also have this. They're also tactical geniuses or something like that. It's like no, they just have a gajillion drones. Like yeah, like, well no, but they're saying they're, they're being like they're being like herded off. Like it's not that. It's not, they're not tactical geniuses, but they are using tactics of like they have, they apparently have presumed every single one of their escape routes and everything's covered. Like they have a and and like the tactic of them being herded into the trap to begin with was pretty good. Like yeah, but yes, uh, like I mean, but it's mostly because they have ten thousand drones that can that can cover every possible escape route. Like well, sure, but like. But like they've always had like ten thousand drones. Like there's always like Thrust didn't he wasn't lacking numbers. I don't think. I think he, if Thrust had been smarter, he could have done something like that. I don't know. I feel like they more. have more than they have more drones than Thrust ever had. Yeah. But and more powerful ones. Yeah. That's that's another thing I think we didn't mention. Maybe more than Thrust there... ever had, but not more than Thrust, um, uh, Tankor and Jetstorm ever had. I don't think. Yeah. That's okay. Well, maybe there. I mean. I don't dispute that the Viacons are also dumb, but I just <laughs> it very much felt like a very obvious we're just gonna overwhelm you with with numbers tactic. Like sure. it didn't I feel mean they're like, not they're not geniuses. I'm saying like yeah. they're, they're geniuses for a kid's show. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess as dark I, as it says, it's still a kid's show. I don't know. I got it made me mad. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying why it didn't bother me that yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing it's, it's I did. It's a little bit like tell not. Sh- it's a little bit of telling and not showing for sure. Yeah. Like, um, one thing I did forget to mention over the course of the, you know, the chase sequence, 
Uh, we did have Botanica working in the garden, and she had started a scan of the, I don't know, what are we calling it? I'm I'm tempted to call it the ooze. Uh, coming Organic from... Organic Just call yeah. it the ooze. It's a good yeah. name. Secret of the um, ooze. Yep. Beast Wars, Beast Machines 2. Yeah. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's in the midst of scanning the ooze, and there's like this reaction that occurs and she starts getting zapped. So as the Mac, as the Maximals are getting sort of herded towards the Citadel, uh, we come back to her and we got like the, the sparks of electricity that are sort of coursing over her body as she starts having this vision and is seeing sparks in the vision. They're talking to her and she's like, what is this? And, you know, it's all very, uh, I don't want to say spiritual necessarily, but it's like showing it. This is where we get the flashback clips to the previous episode that Kendall had mentioned, you know, for the, I think it's third time now. Yeah. It's just yeah. another, it's just another Optimus trippy vision. Like yeah. rat trap even is annoyed by it later in the episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Oh yeah, it, it's it's another spirit vision thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. And of course, we see Soundwave uh, getting you know taking the bullet for his son again. <laughs> yep. Yep. So <laughs> the, the the Maximals, uh, you know, Botanica has this. Uh, like I think like I, I, I guess I'll say like when we were watching it and me and Cass we were kind of joking about Botanica's Sentra. She like she needed a vision to tell her about. Yes, Nazis are bad. <laughs> It's like, yeah, like this is this has been happening for a while, Botanica. Like, maybe you should have like paid a bit more attention. To... The thing that Kendall said earlier like made sense, and it made her 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 stance make more sense. But it's still a little bit like the things she's seeing mostly are things that have already happened, mm-hmm. um, rather than like you know things that will happen. I mean, there's a bit of that, but yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I we... forgot about this vision. I take back everything I said. She is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Um, getting back to the, the chase that's going on at one point, we see a bunch of the, the strike drones pop out of sewer covers or like, like the sewer hole, like the, the holes, um, which I didn't think were big enough for them, but apparently there's some large sewer entrances in the street. I don't know. Mass compression. Yeah. I guess it, it's answer for everything, Jordan. <laughs> God. Um, so the the Maximals wind up getting into the Citadel. Uh, Rattrap locks the door. See, I uh, thought Kendall was going to complain about Optimus shouting about that there, where he's like, "Well, we need to get to the Citadel. It's built like a fortress." Yeah, it's called and the then, Citadel. That's the, you know. Yes, that's and then the minute they Citadel get in there is. and lock the door, he's like, "Wait, we were herded here like a trap." Yeah. Yeah, I mean that uh, that's also yeah, they're dumb. They're yeah. super dumb in this episode. <laughs> oh, we do get a interesting use of a plant by the way in this moment because uh as they're getting chased well, yeah. towards okay, the citadel. Can, can I describe this a little bit? Like sure. you, see this, you see this plant, right? And it, it it's growing out of the ground and it's watching what's happening and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Like Botanic can like see through plants, like and yeah, it kind of zooms into the, the 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 center of the plant where you would see the pollen, and it's like uh, uh, a 
a fiber optic thing and yeah. it runs down through the with the ground. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And then it runs up to Botanica and she's got these goofy <laughs> looking like binocular things. Like yeah. it was so cool. And then it instantly became the dorkiest thing ever. Like it would have been it would have been a much better scene if it's like part of her roots. Yeah. If, if the camera goes up to her face with her eyes closed and then she opens them up and gasps. Because like then she's like she can see through these plants through her mind's eye rather than these goofy fucking binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> so so again, I think we can just like last week, I think we could workshop a better episode out of this. Like if yeah, I agree I agree with you. Like two two things. One, like these two things would work together. If she had this like connection with the with with Cybertron because she's a plant and we're trying to do plant stuff and she focused on her science and she could be like, she could be somebody who, who helps with the fight against Megatron, but doesn't literally do it by shooting people or punching people. Oh, I see. She's like a, she's sort of like, like a you know, shaman maybe. Yeah. Well, I was like, going to say she's kind of like a Fuka or like, um, what's the character from Persona 4, Jordan? Oh, um, on. what's oh. her name? Uh, Ritsu, that's not it. God, what's her name? Oh, but, I forget. I'm sorry. But, oh man, like, but you know, like the, those two characters from Persona who are like members of a team, but they're just like intelligence people, and they tell you like shit during the fights over like, oh, this is what this shadow's weak against. It'd be like that, but but, but be or or even like <laughs> yeah. even like uh, when you have on Power Rangers, you myself. have how do I not remember her name? <laughs> like like I'm on like on Power Rangers now. when you have like non-powered characters who are kind of like hang out at the like alpha or somebody who like hang out most of the time you just, they just hang out at the command center and just like kind of try to try to figure things out help with help with the situation you know cuz yeah she could cool. she could yeah she could see see oracle. through the plant and see the thing that, that that that's a thing that you would get Kendall. oracle, oracle yeah oracle, oracle from yeah Batman. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly that's another like like there's so there's so many things you could do with that character besides just making her be this be, besides making her be the Megazord, the Megazord's finishing move, which it seems like in the last couple episodes, that's all she is, is she mm-hmm. shows up and she shows up and does some does some big damage with her robot form. By the way, it was Risei. Risei, I could oh, oh, I couldn't remember it, but I I know it. Like ah, oh, it's about the tip of my tongue. Yeah, <laughs> I should have thought like her name's Rise, but not because it's Japanese. <laughs> But in, yeah, but instead, yeah, instead they just make a dumb thing. Yeah. Um, so the Maximals realize that they were herded here, and this is where we get the introduction of the characters uh, as they ask for the Max- Maximals' surrender. And they are introduced as Obsidian and his consort Stryka. So I've got, and, I've got, this is the last clip, the last sound clip that yeah. I have because the episode's terrible. But this also, th- <laughs> this is the other like little bit that I liked. So mm-hmm. this is kind of a long clip, but this is, okay. this is them introducing themselves. But Optimus Primal, you and your Maximals are hereby invited to surrender your sparks to Megatron. Whoever you are, you're being duped into betraying your own people. On the contrary, I was configured to defend Cybertron, and such has always been my mission. Always? Who are you? I am, as I've always been, Obsidian. And you remember my consort, Striker. Oh, man. 
We've been duking it out with the greatest generals in Cybertronian history. Obsidian, this is treason. Megatron decimated Cybertron. Megatron is Cybertron. To defend one is to defend the other. And to betray Megatron is to invite death. So he basically just said, I am the Senate. <laughs> well, he said Megatron is the Senate. Yeah, or Megatron is the Senate. But like, it even was like, you know, it's treason. Like, it yeah. was a very, it was very reminiscent of that. That's probably, that's probably what George Lucas was watching when he wrote that scene. Oh, probably. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I really like the characters. I When I, mean, I heard this, I'm like, okay, I guess they're G1 people. But apparently, no, they're not. And that is a little weird. Like, because, like, why even make it so that they're these ancient generals if you're not going to reference the old show in some way? But do you actually prefer that, Ken? Because I know you don't like, like it when they reference the old show. I've I've come around a little bit on it. I think I think with with these with these characters, it would be better if they were like because because the thing is, obviously, because they are new characters, the way that they're written, you don't have to know who they were yeah. or at least if they were. I mean, if it was executed well, which I, I mean, back and forth on that, that, that piece is, it's probably fine. What I didn't like was like the, the worst examples are the Starscream episode of Beast Wars and then Ravage turning into a cassette tape. (laughs) Like, like those are like, literally you had to know G1 or you'd be like, what is, what is going on? Um, And I, I did, I do think, I do think that, well, I did think that Beast Wars would be better with if it just took place in its own continuity. Uh, I've kind of come around on on the larger G1 continuity uh, so as we've done the show. I think it's fine, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, I've thought about that too. Like, I I kind of think I kind of think if you're just gonna say these are two famous generals named Obsidian and Stryka, if they had been I don't know two names of Transformers. Uh, of Decepticons that like people had heard of. Yeah. yeah I'm sure like G oneers were scratching their heads being like, wait, um, they, I mean, they've referenced G one before. Is, is that what they're doing? Now? Yeah. G oneers. Um, they, they were like, they were like, man, man they were like Bulbasaur, not monkey. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like, like they're like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can even see some G oneers be like, you guys don't remember Obsidian and Striker. Right. God. Right. Well, and that's the other thing is this was, I mean, this was 2000. So the internet existed, but like, Probably some people who were watching it weren't like you would have had to you would have you didn't have IMDb trivia when stuff oh, like no, when this no. came out. So so probably some people did go go back and be like, oh, were those were those old characters like you could. It feels like it's referencing G1 here. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. So like. so that's it's an interesting choice that they didn't choose that. But then again, maybe there aren't. Maybe there aren't G one characters that fill this that fit this role well. Possible because I mean you know G one was not perfect. No, not at all. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, unless it was Galvatron and Unicron. I like these characters a lot. Yeah. I I think it's kind of sucks that Stryka is or Stryka is kind of like his consort, which implies that like they're together. Which I don't know how I feel about that because like it'd be cool. If she was just kind of like her own lady, but. Um, if she like pulls her, if she continues being like a super cool badass on her own and not really, and more of his like equal, that'd be kind of cool too. Like just to be a couple, 
but I, I like, yeah, I like her a lot for previously mentioning her, um, her design not being like overly feminized. Just like she's just a transformer who's a girl, but she looks still looks like a cool badass beat up robot. And um, and I like that she's like really tough and evil and cool. And yeah, I, I, I think she's the best. Like I, I really like Stryka or Stryka. Obsidian's like and eh, whatever, but he's fine. But I'm, uh, yeah. his design's cool. I like his design a lot. I like his myself. voice. I, I wouldn't yeah, his go voice to... is also very good. Like the first time he, he talks all smart, you're like, oh, cool. He sounds cool. I like Obsidian's By... voice because I think it sounds like a it sounds like a voice actor. Yeah, because like, like... he's Enzo Matrix. Oh, he is. is, that he who is? is? Okay. God, yeah. you're right. <laughs> now, I, as soon as you said it, I'm like, he is. <laughs> like, obviously, but yeah, I, I like, uh, I don't know. And sometimes, sometimes it's fun just to hear those voices you recognize. Um, and he's got that like accent that that very very light British accent that's obviously fake that no one would actually have, but it's perfectly fine for a cartoon character to have. I kind of see it as like the Fraser accent where he's like. Not British, but he sounds more dignified than typical American. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. So, so I want to. Yeah. I just want to throw out. Like, I'm not going to go to bat for for Stryka's design because I don't remember what it is. Um, but <laughs> I will. I will point out that we now have three female characters in a relatively small cast, and that's. I mean, well, for yeah, Beast Wars, that's, very, that's like, pretty I, good. That's one of my biggest problems with with Beast Wars was the lack of the female characters. Like, the only good female character. In terms of like she got, you know, development over the whole series and all that, not just one season killed off is uh, Black Arachnia, mm-hmm. really. And then that's it. And then for this one, we get all these cool ladies. It, it took a, it a little too long to get to that yeah. point, but it's cool that it's there and I appreciate it and I mean, would like seeing more. Yeah, we're at the point now where like this episode almost passes the Bechdel test, depending on how <laughs> how you define it, because like. Technically, Botanica and Black Arachnia were both sort of involved in that conversation, and they were well, talking has, about that does not pass. It has to be just those two, like really. I mean, it just. I mean, it depends on your definition of the of the Bechdel test. I, I think. I think it has to be two. I'm pretty sure that the. I want to look it up because there's there's an official like uh, Bechdel test thing, and I got, and I believe it is two female characters alone, two or more talking about something other than men. Okay, my my understanding was it de- is was that there or what what I remember when I looked it up on Wikipedia was that you had to have two named female characters that have a conversation okay. about something other. The than movie man. the movie has to have at least two women in it who talk to each other about something besides a man. Right, right. So it doesn't so it doesn't specify that there can't be men also present in the conversation. But they're not talking to each other. I feel like if it's a big right. No, no, speech. no. I, I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're talking in this scene. I don't think that they're really talking to each other. But like, if if they were, if they were having, if they had a, if they had a back and forth, and they're in, in the in the larger conversation, there were men present. I I think that that could still pass the test. I mean, but also that's the. I think that's the discussion. I mean, it's literally based on a web comic from like twenty years ago. So I mean. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's whatever you want, but I mean, it's, it's there to stimulate discussion and to point out that there's not lots of women and stuff. And a lot of stuff doesn't even pass that test. I mean, this would be the first, this would be the first episode of Beast Wars that even passes that test. Like my, you know, the, the version of the test that men can be present. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, where were we in the episode? I <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think we got, now. we got, we got off track and now 
Well, we we got our, we had a good rant about the characters. And yeah. Stuff. Well, I I meant we no, lost Greg, our we train of thought. No, Greg, we cannot hear you. Are you muted? Uh oh. Uh oh. Can you hear Can you us? Hear? Okay, wait. I see you said shit. So yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Uh, yep, there, there you are. are. Uh, What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm glad okay. you're not My dead. cord must have gotten knocked loose. Yeah, yeah. You need to not have that happen or else Emily and I will get into arguments. <laughs> we got into a discussion. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying it could have escalated. It could have. <laughs> then you would have called Kendall, the Megazords and, you know. And Kendall would have been throwing chairs at each other and shit. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> um, but we don't have a whole lot of time left. In throwing this chairs at each other here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, claw out your eyes, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Maximals they get backed into a room. We then have them sort of getting attacked from all sides by drones, and then they are rescued by da 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 Botanica again. She's OP as fuck. <laughs> yep. Uh, she manages to take out a bunch of the drones. She uh, them. She like uh, she she puts these these seeds in their heads that make it so their targeting computers don't work and they start targeting each other. Yeah. Yep. And the, the other thing that occurs is uh Stryka and obsidian both uh, note that they don't have any data on Botanica. So apparently they, they had lots of data on the others, but not on her. So that makes sense. Cause she's only been in one engagement yeah. and like all the drones that were died and for us is, apparently an idiot so i'm gonna i'm gonna correct you on on that because they it shows like there's like a screenshot of what of who they have data on they only have data on the original four so they don't have anything about silver bolt they don't have anything about night scream they don't have anything about botanica they only have the original four yeah, uh, that's well, true on the screen there. Well, maybe that's like, all they could fit out on their on their tablet at the moment. I mean, because they said, you know, yeah, because I mean, like, they said <laughs> their information is outdated. Maybe you know, maybe Megatron didn't upgrade their OS. No, oh, that's possible. Mm. They saw Windows eight, which is you know good. So don't don't go <laughs> yeah. to ten, guys. Don't don't do it. <laughs> um. So. At one point over the course of the battle, there's a, a hole that's blown in the floor of the, the Citadel. Uh, so once all the drones are taken out, uh, they they re- Otto's orders everybody back to base. He's like, and go back to beast mode. And it's like, well, Kendall, like you were saying earlier, why didn't they do that earlier? Well, they were because they, they were within the line of sight, weren't they? I don't think I said that. I just said they it were was, dumb. Uh, it was on the... It was on the way. Yeah, and when I when I, I heard that, them yeah. say that, I was pissed off because I'm like, they were in line of sight. It's not gonna help at all if their scanners can't like, uh, you know, true. like well, they turn a corner and they, they're out of line of sight for two seconds, but then they're robot animals, and it's like, great, now we can still see you, but your animals now, like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, um, they just, I don't know, I I don't know what they should have done, but I mean, it was they were either. I mean, I felt like they were just overwhelmed by numbers. In this, I think like, they should have just not gone to ambush begin because they already were saying like. Guys, this feels weird. Should we do anything about it? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I yeah. I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, so we we cut to, to Megatron and the Viacons and Obsidian and Stryka, of course, are like, well, we failed, we accept our punishment. And Megatron is actually fairly forgiving with them. Um but yeah, it with, does make just with them. Because yeah. it's not like he never killed any of the other ones. Because he yeah. never did. He's forgiving of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, though he does make mention that it gave him the time he needed to finalize his plan or his grand design, as it were. 
uh, which he doesn't really allude to very much as his sort of holographic head floats off into the distance. Um, we then, yeah, <laughs> um, we have Botanica who, you know, uses her drill plant form to pop out from the ground and, you know, oh, that was cool. Actually, yeah. I like that a lot. I was like, that's cool power. Um, we get, you know, Cheetor and her sort of coming to an understanding. Yeah, Cheetor apologizes because he's like, I shouldn't have tried to get you to do something you didn't want to. She's like, yeah, yeah. but also I should have realized that Nazis are in fact bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, Optus is sort of of the mind that, you know, it's good that we're all on the same page, but we've got all these Megatron still has these sparks and we see that he's, you know, willing to do this with, two of them and and they've been convinced to go against us so now it's all the more important that we find these other sparks and liberate them as soon as we can and the last shot is a bunch of floaty sparks in the air and that's the end of the episode yep that sure is yep so yep. i'm gonna the hill here for a minute <laughs> interesting first part of spark war i guess yeah that was another thing too is it is the first part so i think it's kind of forgiven that not lots happen because maybe it's just it's mostly just set up i feel like for the rest of it yeah like this yeah. is just this is just like here's the stakes you know um now we're going to have this this story now that's gonna have like okay so the characters are set up the plot set up everyone's motivations are good because before like they could have just gone straight to like having a new story so yeah and now this is setting up the new story and yeah i'm 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 hoping that the overall uh three-parter becomes you know a uh an enjoyable uh story on its own Mm. well i mean this episode this episode felt like it was 90 minutes long so they got a lot of time to tell some stories in the next two episodes if the pacing is that bad. No, I felt like this I like I felt like this episode was just one long chase scene. Like like it could have it would it's one one of those yeah, like first part of 3 of something that probably should have been a two-parter or a one-parter. Um they mm-hmm. set up the they set up the Botanica thing and then do nothing with it. She just has a stupid vision. Megatron has another stupid uh, doomsday device setup thing. I I don't know. It's just yeah. These these care and then also the other thing is like it's getting to be like like late Beast Wars like where they're just throwing a bunch of extra characters and not developing ones that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree that it does feel a bit tacked on. And like M, like you had said, it would have been. I think it would have worked out better if they had been introduced at the start of the season. Yeah, rather we than where we're getting them now. Yes, and the, I, I mentioned this is all set up, but that setup could have happened a long time ago. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, oh, and I yeah, agree. like we've had bad episodes this season that could have that they could have used used that time. Like, yeah, like the noble savage thing is. Did they ever finish that? Not, yeah. there, Not really. There's yeah. a dude. There's, there's a dude there running a, around. There's a dragon wolf still out there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like, cause like uh, I'm mean, like mild spoilers, I guess, but like. From from what I read on the wiki, they become a member of the team eventually. Yeah, you know, in some capacity. Yeah, and then, yes. like that's the that's the other thing. If you look at so so this is this is the th- this is the thing when 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 we jumped into season one of Beast Machines, I really was pretty positive on the designs. I may have nitpicked or whatever, 
But like, I was pretty positive on the designs. The Maximals had a look. The Predacons had a the or the the Viacons had a look. Yeah. This season, Noble doesn't look anything even like Savage. Like they look like they're two completely different people designed those two characters, even though they're the same character. Who looks you know, you know Megatron doesn't look like the new version of Megatron doesn't connect to the new Viacons. Uh, Silverbolt looks like he's like I I think I said he looks like he's from a like a throwback hand computer animated thing that's supposed to look hand drawn. Like they're just very, even if the isolated designs are debatably good, like they're very, it's very all over the place. Very. And it's, and it just, Silverbolt kind of fits in with the rest pretty well, but I don't know. He, he does better. I think that they've, they must've, they must've changed the way that they've been utilizing him or, or slightly changed his model since the first episode. Cause I don't notice him being as, uh yeah, look like a like a two D uh polygon something or other. I don't know words. I don't notice it as much as as it used to, but still he does seem. I don't know. It's it's just it's like it does remind it does remind me of the last season of 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 Beast Wars where you had characters who were designed in season one and char- who looked very different than characters from season two who looked very different from characters from season three and just the visual look is just very all over the place. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm sure I'll be that. super positive next week, but I <laughs> just, this, yeah, I don't know. This might've been the worst episode of the series. I don't agree. I liked it. Um, it wasn't the best, but it had cool new characters. It had, um, a, a good, like it, it set them up as like real threats. Um, and we're, we're getting a setup for what's to come with the whole, like, you know, it's called spark war. Now we know why, because it's going to be all about getting control of the sparks and throw sparks Megatron's at each other. Megatron's planning things with the Sparks, and there's kind of like a lot going on with there we, we don't really know about yet. So I'm willing to to, to be optimistic about the other parts in the in the three parter. Hmm. Jordan, how about you? Yeah, yeah. Somebody else yeah. talk. Jordan talk. <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't want to bring the. I yeah. Some of the pacing was a little bit off in this episode, and I'm and I definitely agree with, that we could have had these characters much earlier. But I do like the characters. I'm glad that they're at least in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like stri- in here. Strike, strike, Strika alone is good. I keep wanting to say Stroika, yeah. like <laughs> Stroika, like Stroika. <laughs> but like that's because, and the reason I want to say it like that is because of uh, Gears of War One, where like I think there's something called a, there's something called a Troika. That's a that's a turret, and it makes it sounds too much like that to me. <laughs> but. Yeah. but- I mean, th- we're definitely in the parts that I'd have no recollection at all. So, like, I'm more of just, like, kind of curious just to see how things will be going. Yeah. I did find it kind of funny that uh, Kendall called the, the helicopter drones. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, I know we've got a news post from Casey, and I think we've got one or two questions. So, why don't we tackle those, and then it'll be an episode. Um as always, uh, our news post is provided to us by Lady K. Hirsch on Twitter. Uh, she goes on to say, Hey there, beasties. Stryka and Obsidian literally blow up the scene this episode. Kicking ass, taking names, and bringing up the girl character count two episodes in a row. Yeah. Yay. Of all the characters specifically from Beast Machine, Stryka is probably the one who sees the most love in other series. Uh, she goes on to say, I wish they'd give her a new toy like they did with Tankor. Anyways, let's move on to the news for this week. First up, we have another new addition to Forge to Fight, the Hoppa Mad Insecticon Kickback. Yay! Yep. It's one a lot of, the, of fun. 
apparently yeah. he's, he's using cerebro shells and oh, talking okay. it, it, talking double like shrapnels oh nice <laughs> um one of the th- original three insecticons kickback is known for his powerful namesake kicks interestingly his in-game model is a completely original design and not based on any previous toys, which is odd considering he just got a new toy in the Titans Return, Return toy line. To be honest, she thinks it's a bit odd they went with Kickback instead of the leader Bombshell or Shrapnel. Then again, they do give him some of Shrapnel's electric attacks, which has admittedly become more of a, gener- a genericized Insecticon ability over time. No sign of Bond shells, mind control cerebro shells, though. That's because but, it's in the story. Yeah. Not in the actual game. Um, there's actually some neat little things that about the uh, abilities that that Kickback has and can do and stuff like that. And then, like, mentioned some of the neat pairing things. Like, there's a, if I remember correctly, one of the things, his special abilities called, uh, uh, is is called TCOG sabotage and it basically keeps the car- your your opponent from doing the heavy attack you know oh, okay. where they transform and attack yeah. it basically it basically blows that out like it's yeah. a stun lockup for it yeah so like they, there's there's some really neat things it can do which is actually cool cuz they refer to TCOGs in back in G1 and in prime yep um so yeah that was interesting i thought with regards to that although i haven't played Forge to fight in a while <laughs> there's um, a lot of neat stuff in it though yeah um, up next, we have some images of final production samples of Power of the Prime's Optimus Primal, or rather Optimal Optimus. Um, these pics give a good look of his weird jet mode, his matrix of leadership, and his surf and monkey mode. They also reveal that his robot mode is able to emulate the giant shoulder pauldrons of the original, something that hasn't been shown in any of the official images prior she goes on to say i'm sure kendall is complaining about this toy as usual unless he's owned out and isn't paying attention but i think optimal optimus is looking more and more awesome each time they show it off and she's excited to pick him up when he comes out later this year um so this fucking transformer soundtrack is still going for a hundred dollars on um i do i really do kind of like how it even comes with a little matrix yeah and uh so many new good toys coming out. I'm still, so, I am legitimately so livid that it's Optimus. Like, <laughs> um, and it just makes me so mad. So we, <laughs> oh, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last bit of uh, news that we have here, she says, let's finish things up with. With the follow-up, uh, sadly, the tiny 1% chance of a miracle is no more, and we must, must bid adieu to Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us attorney has presented plans in court detailing the liquidation of all Toys R Us remaining U.S. stores, including Babies R Us, as well as the corporate headquarters. So that's going to mean 33,000 people will be out of a job. Yeah, really, that's the worst part right there, yeah. is the uh, people out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does mention. It does also mention. Didn't find out until they until it was announced in the news. Yeah, itself, which, which is sucks. really that's that's slow. Yeah. Um, it also mentions selling off of the Canadian, Central European, and Asian Toys R Us chains. I do. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but it's the one who produces like the Bratz toys. Um, the one who oh. produces those. Uh, is the one that's interested in buying up the Canadian stores. 
Which is funny because it's a, it's a company based in California. It's not Mattel, is it? No. That, that, they, they're the ones who got... Yeah, that's what I thought. No, it's a, it's a different store. I just can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but they, Casey goes on to say, uh, while Hasbro will likely only take a 3% hit in sales from this, uh, smaller toy manufacturers who aren't given shelf space in stores like Target or Walmart could lose up to 30%. And that means less experimentation and variety in the toy industry as a whole, which mm-hmm. is very sad news indeed. Um, but you know what they say, when God closes and bankrupts a door, he opens a window that used to be to also be a bankrupt door. Uh, yeah, in, a, okay. in a surprise <laughs> twist of fate, uh, Elia Kassoff, owner of Strategic Marks LLC, has published an article stating the group's intention to reopen the previously defunct KB Toys store brand, which also closed following bankruptcy in 2009. Uh, the article details their plans that were already in motion, as well as the acceleration of those plans in light of Toys R Us's rapid collapse. The new plan is to try and get stores up and running before the 2018 Christmas season. Uh, the article encourages distributors, toy manufacturers, and industry heads and XKB toy executives and Toys R Us employees to get in contact with them. Uh, this could mean that a good chunk of those 33,000 people won't stay jobless for long. So far, feedback from within the toy industry seems highly positive. It's also worth mentioning that, like Toys R Us, KB Toys has a history of carrying exclusive Transformers products. Most notably, it was the exclusive carrier of the very short-lived Machine Wars toy line in 1997. So, that being said, uh, Casey goes on to say, this week's question is taking things back to an old standby. Uh, FMK, Black Arachnia, Botanica, and Stryka. Okay, that's all for now. Hope you all have wonderful weeks and aren't obliterated or exterminated by any ancient generals from the past put into new bodies. Uh, Fuck Botanica, Mary Black Arachnia kills Stryka. Um, um, fuck Stryka, Stry- fuck Stryka, Mary Botanica, and I don't want to kill Black Arachnia, so she's just, she, I don't want to, she's cool. She can, like, still live, please. I don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> All right, so, let's but see. I, I would, but, you know, because, like, Stryka is, is, a, is a giant, powerful woman. I'm down for that. But Botanica is better for a wife, I think. You know, she's like, she'd make a, she'd, she'd take care of you, I feel yeah. like. All right, so. Also tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, let's see, I would fight Stryka because that probably would be an awesome exercise. Uh, I think I would give Black Arachnia a massage because she looks like she's under a lot of stress. <laughs> and I think I would give uh, Bot- uh, Botanica a kiss. Aww. Aww. That's, <laughs> that's a nice way to do it, Jordan. Uh, I think I would do uh, F for Black Arachnia, M for Botanica, yeah, and K for Stryka. I was gonna say K- I would kiss Black Arachnia for sure. That'd be that's so, I'm good with that. But so only I, in a robot form, not the beast form. Get away from me. <laughs> I want to throw in my two cents about Toys R Us. I know there's lots of stuff with the things, uh, mm-hmm. but one one. Uh, Another sort of silver lining and opportunity that's coming out of the demise of Toys R Us is small local toy shops, small local gaming shops, uh, the kinds of places that Toys R Us put out of business or Toys yeah. R Us caused the, 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 explo- that the explosion of, of big box stores like that kind of like Toys R Us style stores um, kind of caused them to struggle. This is an opportunity for them. Support your local businesses. Uh they also have cool toys 
yeah, and, totally. and experimentation and we'll, and if there's a toy that's being put out that they don't have, they'll order it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and probably honestly charge you less than Toys R Us did because Toys R Us always marked up their stuff well above MSRP. Yes. Um, because, you know, because they could, because little kids want to go there because of commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, but your local comic shop, well, our local comic shop did put out some pretty cool commercials this year. But... I actually have, I have a comic shop here finally in Nelson. I should, I should check out now that I'm having money and income. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> that, I mean, there's going to be there, especially, uh, especially to those of you who listen to podcasts about transformers from the nineties, you're probably, uh, the type of people that would, uh, maybe like to find some toys. I know that, I know that my, uh. I know that my local comic shop, Packrat Comics, gets all the Power of the Primes Transformers toys, and they get all the. You know what? They got a bunch. They have a bunch of those uh, Power Rangers Legacy toys that were supposed to be exclusive to Toys R Us, but they get them. I don't think they get them like at the same time as Toys R Us does, but they they get them and they sell them. Ah, uh, timed exclusivity. I know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, so yeah, check out your check out your local places because there's. I'm sure. I'm sure that that. Without Toys R Us, people will still find a way to buy toys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said, I said the the worst part I think is the fact that people lost jobs and they, yeah. there's 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 families that have to like now and try and get their income back, and especially since they weren't fucking even a warrant. You're saying like that's fucked up, and um, that's the worst part. But like toys aren't going away. Everybody like they're still gonna be around. Oh yeah, one form or another, there's there's going to be ways to be able to get them. At the very least, you've still got things like Amazon and different internet stores. Yeah, I'm not even yeah, I'm not even worried about the toy thing. I'm worried about. I don't even have Toys R Us here. I'm worried about people and their jobs. <laughs> and supporting local business is a good way to support people and their jobs. Yep, absolutely. Sure. Uh, so, what do we have for questions this week, Jordan? All right, so we only had just a few. Uh, one second, while I get them up. Uh, so, and most of them were just from the, uh, from, I think they were all from Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. I hope Ryan's okay. Then if, if he, cause usually he at least gets sends us in a question when I put the post up. I'm sure Ryan's okay. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm sure we'll get two from him next week. <laughs> um, so we got from, it's certainly something from at what is cosplay. Yeah. That's so many leverage quotes. Uh, if the BCs and you were Pokeformers, what would their alt modes be? I don't know. I just think the New Deal looks like Glycor and Granbull. <laughs> uh, it's so true, though. They do look like Glycor and Granbull. Yeah, sort of. Bulbasaur, not monkey. <laughs> My default is always going to be a Snorlax, but I don't know. For what are we saying? Sorry, I got spaced if out. If we were Pokeformers, what what would we be, and what would the other what would the other characters be? I what would, would we be? Oh, uh, I'd well. be I'd be a rock rough. Please, thank you. <laughs> Those things are so cute. I, I mean, it's, be a, it's a dog and it's adorable, so it's that's what I would want to be. Um, and then for the 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 character, I mean, okay, like I feel like if we just do. The Beast Wars characters is gonna be like Rhinox is a Rhyhorn. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a little well, cute. Rhinox. It's a little spot on the on the nose, maybe. Like, yeah, like Shido would be like or the one from Black and Night Scream would be a Zubat because he sucks and he's annoying. Okay, um, Tigertron would be a Persian and. Um, Cheetor would be that, that one, like Leopold. Is that the one from black and white? 
yeah, I, I know what one you mean. I yeah, always, that always one. have trouble remembering some of their names. But yeah, like, I mean, Black Rocket will be Galvantula, especially Galvantula, because he's like Electric Bug, and she's Electric Bug, as we yeah, see. Yeah, there we now. go. You know, like, it's, because it's, it's, it's a little easy, but sure, why not? Um, is there a, okay, uh, Optimus would not be Prime Ape, he would be Slacking. <laughs> um... Uh, and I think yeah, like like we already said, Rhinox, um, Rat Trap would be. So, so I feel like I feel like Optimus would be a pseudo legendary. Like I don't think he would be. I don't think he would be a monkey. I think he would. I identify him as. I, mean, as I don't a, know because like all the all the animals are just regular ass animals. I, mean, I think like optimal Optimus would be a legendary, but I don't think like regular old beast machines or beast wars Optimus would be. Like I think I don't know. I would I would think of him as being more like a I don't know Dragonite. Huh. Like his, like, okay. or I mean, Dragonite would be more like Megatron later, but I would say I would say Megatron's the what's the Tyranitar? Tyran- Tyranitar is who I would I would associate Megatron oh, with. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the one the one from from X and Y is the one that looks. It's, it's just a fucking T Rex. That's the X and Y design for that like T Rex one. <laughs> his name though. Oh, what's the Dragon know. Bat thing? Oh, I love that thing. Uh, Noisern. Something. Like, oh, I always forget Noibat. Noivat, yeah. Noivat and Noivrin. Noivrin, yeah. Noivrin is like uh, night. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh. Um. Okay. Well, since like 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 uh, Silverbolt is just a bird now, he'd be Braviary. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) He'd be sure Braviary. That's like you know all about valor and shit right there. Like yeah, he would actually he would absolutely be Braviary. Um. Uh. Rat trap. I think would be Raticate, not Ratata. Um. No, I already said that, but I couldn't get kind of talked over it or something, but it doesn't matter. Um, uh, what grass type would Botanica be? Um, Unless... So it wouldn't be the trop- Tropica... Well, the, the dinosaur one, right? Like, that's... Something wouldn't be little, little Up either, right? The the rock... The fossil one? Tyrantrum, by the way, is what makes me look it up. Um, um, the fossil grass one? Oh, I kind of... You know what I mean. Like, it looks... What, what generation was it in? Uh, it was in the... Uh, Hoenn, so uh, so third. Gen. Uh, what what other what other plant ones? Cradling? You mean that one kind of thing? Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I, I could see Botanica being that one. I could also see her being like, gosh, there's one I'm thinking of, but I can't like. <laughs> Jeez, it's it's kind of like a seed looking thing. Ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Sunkern. Okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. There's too <laughs> many characters. Wait, 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 wait. One more. Aerodactyl is obviously pterosaur, but that's like not even a thing anymore. I see you just say yeah. that. Yeah, let's move on to the next question there. Okay. Um, so then we also have a question from Jasmine Mar- Marsh at, at Pidmon on Twitter. And they say, shot in the dark from I Will Listen Eventually, friend. But the screen grab reminds me of the male villain from Reboot. So what has me curious what y'all thought of that show? Any input in general on early CGI shows that tried to be pop culture relevant? Which show is that? Uh, reboot. Reboot. We've, we are on record reboot? for saying that we enjoy Reboot. Yeah, we love Reboot. Yeah. And I think we were all for you know CGI shows that tried to be pop culture relevant for the most part. It helps it's us sort of, where they are in the world. Yeah. Anything and, mainframe did, I was at least at least a little bit interested. Even that like Zix level one show, I was like, I'll check that out. Hey, I like Shadow. I like the War Planets one. I wish there was more of that. Yeah, that yeah, was good Shadow too. Planets or something. Yeah. Or Shadow Planets, something like that, where basically it was just like 
it was a, tied to another toy line, but still. Oh, yeah. War Planets was called Shadow Raiders up here in Canada. Ah, there you go. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I, knew, I, I had two names. Because they have this big thing with war and the yeah. title of things here. Yeah. Or at least they did. I don't think that's a thing anymore, yeah. but who knows? Who so, yeah. Knows? That was a quick question there. Um, what was our third question, Jordan? Uh, our third question was from Gwen near GDC at Witsuaru on Twitter. Hi, Gwen. Uh, should the greatest defenders of Cybertron be better equipped to deal with one new player in the battle? Yes. <laughs> I think so. Simply, I, think, yes. I think they literally just pulled back because they they didn't want to risk completely, like completely failing this. Yeah, I suppose, but like, still. I mean, it, they were a little see, quick, but I also also she wrecked their shit. So maybe like they were like, "What the fuck? Um, we should maybe look into this girl." <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think that it's I think that they were I still maintain that they only knew about the first four. That Megatron forgot to upgrade update their information, to update their stuff. So, so you're saying they were like, "Okay, well." This fucking bat and this fucking bird are new, but we can handle that. Oh wait, there's a there's a fucking plant now too. Okay, we'll yeah. back off. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, it's like it's like we were expecting we were expecting four. There's six, but we still have a bajillion things. But then there is a godlike being shows up. It's like well, we were expecting to fight Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Cyborg, and then Superman shows up. Yeah. Sure. Or, or actually, we were expecting to fight Batman, Robin, Batgirl, and uh, I don't know, Nightwing, <laughs> and then Superman shows up. <laughs> or like what you said, except they also are like, okay, but they're were, they were, they were expecting to fight Batman, Robin, Nightwing, and Batgirl, and then also like I don't know, fucking Huntress is there, and someone, and right, like, right. And like Green Arrow is just hanging out for some reason, and then Superman shows. Right, up. right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, they, yeah, they, they got caught a little bit. Everyone was dumb in this episode. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There. Uh, does that, anybody have anything they would like to plug this week? Uh, still plugging Game Apartment One C. Uh, I, I think I mentioned how he's also been like Dan's been doing like Trainer Tuesdays on like Pokemon games and. And other things there. So I like, believe you have mentioned it, yes. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's not just on Fridays. Um, I know that uh, they see me rolling. Just put out a new episode recently, so they're Ooh. back up there. And I of course, I have a lot to catch up on for them. But I do, yeah. <laughs> I did really like that show when I watched. And if, and like I said, Jesse Cooper's st- been still doing uh, the Alphabet Flight and the uh, Creepy Critters podcast now. And I'm pretty sure those episodes that I helped with came out. Yay! Yay. Yeah, that's all I have to plug. Okay. Em, how about uh, you? Catch me on other audience shows like Teen Years of Attitude and Pursuit of Passions and Home for Vendor Losers. You can also catch me on uh, Twitter at This is Emeralds. Right on. And Kendall, how about you? Uh, I don't remember what I'm working on right now, but you can find everything I do at KendallCast.Ninja at K Hallman on Twitter. And the Kendallcast feed on iTunes and Kay Hallman on YouTube. Yeah, I don't, I don't just go there, <laughs> listen to some stuff. I'm sure that I, I'm sure that in like a fugue state, I created something this week. Hmm. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Greg C M U N. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash Warren Beast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter also at Warren Beast. And if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email, warrenbeastpodcast at gmail.com. 
and if you like this show and other shows that have been mentioned uh, that Emily has done or uh, just looking for something to listen to, uh, make sure that you check out AudioEntropy.com. we got a, a yeah. bunch of stuff there, so be sure to check it out. Maybe hit the donate button if, if you're so inclined. Helps with the hosting costs. Yeah, so we can give you guys some group, you know, me- mediocre content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. It's great content. Just what yeah. I put out. Is- no. <laughs> Listen to Totally Reprised. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> TMR and fucking Let's Place. And I don't know. Um, Book of Mordor is fucking awesome. Check that out. Uh, All Along the Watchtower is great and fantastic. And, um,. God, what's some other good shows? Oh, there's tons of them. They're all good. What? Listen, watch them. Do whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, we're, and we're getting a new one, maybe, right? Yes, we can't say anything yet. Oh, we can't. Oh, okay. yeah, oh. yeah, I got you. Uh, I, I, I wasn't. Yeah. That's that's why I didn't say specifically because I wasn't yeah. sure if if it's official or not. I was like, I'm not uploading stronger than you yet, or stronger with <laughs> you yet. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. There's no. <laughs> but we will we will not spoil it yet. I have no idea if Stronger with you is going to be on Audio Entropy either, so do not take that as like uh, gospel listeners. Hmm. So yeah, if anyone even remembers what that is. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, seven episodes down, six to go. So for War and Beast, I have been Greg. I've been Emily. I've been Jordan. I'm Kendall. Let's roll, folks. So I was trying to find a. I, the artist I mentioned who made those might be giant robots things did a like beach scene of Botanica, Flacarachnia, and Stryka. <laughs> <laughs>